Hey there, welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Today we're talking about changing your focus, changing your niche, rebranding, if you will. How do you do it? Should you do it? When is it time? And how do you know if it's the right thing to focus on? All right, let's get to it. You've heard us discuss many, many times on a variety of episodes of Build Your Tribe. You've heard us talk about it a ton if you are one of our students in either Insta Club Hub, which is our Instagram monthly coaching program. You've also for sure heard me talk about it endlessly if you are a Marketing Impact Academy member. Our members are lifetime members. And if you've been a member for any length of time, you know, like I am forever talking about the importance of first deciding on a niche picking a topic, picking a subject, and then sticking with it. It's the quickest way to be a success. And those who can't decide, I should say, those who, you know, try to be a jack of all trades or they're like, oh, I can't pick because not only am I super passionate about equine therapy, but I'm also super passionate about growing your own produce. And I can't help but spend a considerable amount of time on my Instagram also talking about tech and gadgets and cameras. But everyone tells me that I should start a YouTube channel on DIYs because I've done such a cool thing with renovating my home myself, right? And so that person who is for sure multi-talented and multi-passionate, as most of us are, that person is going to take them a really, really long time for anything to catch on because they're kind of all over the place. And that means when somebody pops in on, let's just say their Instagram, and they've got all these different topics, they're going to look at this person and go like, yeah, interesting, but I'm not going to follow this person because they're kind of all over the place. As we say, when you confuse, you lose. Not to beat a dead horse. I know you understand the significance and importance of picking a singular subject and going with it. Did I really just use the cliche, beat a dead horse? after I referenced equine therapy, what is wrong with me? Please don't send me any hate. That was just really poor choice of cliches. Anyways, my point is this, and we've made it many times, in order to speed up, fast track your success, you've got to stick to one subject, one topic. Once you become known, once you cross Sheehan's wall and people know you and you've got a certain amount of notoriety and your business is making money and everybody knows you for this particular niche. Well, then you have permission. I shouldn't say permission. Then more likely than not, you've got the financial wherewithal to branch off into other subjects, other niches, which can be really confusing because I know a lot of newer entrepreneurs, they'll look at like what I do or they'll look at what somebody else does who maybe has a half a million or a million followers or has had several successes in their the span of decades of their businesses. And they're like, well, but look at so-and-so. They talk about this and they talk about that and they're super successful and they don't just focus on one niche. Again, that individual started off, or even that business started off by focusing on one thing and becoming known for it before they likely became multi-passionate, multi-interested, or have all these other interesting facets. This is true of businesses. This is true of successful entrepreneurs And you would be hard-pressed to find an example for me of someone who is really uber successful and did so by talking about a million different things. You've got to focus on one subject. Okay, we get that. That's almost a recap. But today we're going to answer the question, is it okay to change your niche? 
And the short and quick answer is, yes, of course, it's okay to change your niche. But it's a decision that you should make carefully. So let's talk about what goes into that decision. Number one, if you are no longer feeling inspired, passionate, or even excited about the niche that you've established for yourself, like if you are so over it and you are going through the motions, yeah, it's probably time for you to change directions. Or perhaps you're still really passionate about it, but it doesn't feel like anyone else is. Maybe you had some success, you got some traction, but for the last, I don't know, year, couple years, it's just not working. You're not getting the same engagement on your social media platforms. Maybe it's highly saturated. Everybody's doing this. I'll just give you an example. Let's say maybe you started off doing uh, makeup tutorials and now it feels like everyone's doing them. And so it's much harder for you to get engagement. It's really hard for you to get new followers. And it just feels like you're fighting your way upstream and And yes, you have passion for it, you love it, but there are some other things that you're kind of interested in and you're wondering if maybe it isn't time to shift subjects. It might be. It might also be the case that you just really need to niche down further. Like maybe you've been doing makeup tutorials, but you're doing all different types of makeup tutorials and you're not focused on specifically doing makeup tutorials for women with aging skin or specifically doing makeup tutorials for the girl who's got five minutes to get ready, but yet wants to look put together. Like you might need to just really niche down further than what you have already. So if, again, if you really have passion and love and excitement for this genre, but it doesn't feel like it's gaining you any traction, my suggestion is before you jump ship, narrow your niche. Give that a try. Again, especially if this is something you love and you're super passionate about it and And remember, I always say, if it's a topic that anytime somebody brings it up, you can't help yourself but like say, I've got to give you my two cents or to want to educate people, to share what you know, to enlighten them or to just talk about it endlessly. That's how you know it's something that you're incredibly passionate about. And if that's the case, it brings you a lot of joy, I'm sure, for it to be your niche. So rather than throwing the baby out with the bathwater, oh, oh, there's another horrible cliche. (laughs) I'm just loaded with horrible cliches tonight rather than throwing in the towel. There we go. Consider narrowing down your niche even further. If, however, you have just decided, I'm just done with it. I'm not feeling it anymore. I don't love it. And I'm much more passionate about fill in the blank. Well, then, yeah, it's time to change your niche. Your next question might be, how do I go about doing that? Well, that should be your next question. The answer really depends on the size of your current platform. If you're just getting started, if you've got, you know, a couple thousand followers or a couple thousand subscribers on YouTube, you don't have a huge number of downloads every week on your podcast. If you're just getting started, generally speaking, you can change your niche and just change it. You don't have to announce it. You don't have to do it slowly. You can just change it. Of course, you'll need to be prepared for a little bit of fallout. You're going to lose some followers, some subscribers in particular because they came to follow you or to subscribe, etc. based on whatever it was you were talking about before, your prior subject matter. And now if you've dramatically shifted, you can expect to see a dramatic loss of followers. But again, if you are just getting started, you could also anticipate that there's a small number of people who just really like you and they're going to stick around. And so why start from zero? Why completely start over? You can, you definitely can do that. 
you can completely start over. You can start a completely new channel, a new page on Instagram. But again, you're starting from zero. So that is a determination you're going to have to decide for yourself. Am I okay with starting from ground zero? Or alternatively, is it better for me to shift gears, know that I'm going to lose half my followers, but gosh, even if I maintain half of them, I'm still not at ground zero. So considering that that's slightly better off, I'll I'll probably go that route. If, however, you are more established, you've got a reasonable sized following, subscribers, et cetera, then there's a couple of different ways you may want to go about changing your niche. Now, if changing your niche is like a full 180, it's completely different. You were formerly, you had a YouTube channel where you taught people how to, I don't know, do watercolor paintings, and now you want to do tech reviews. That's pretty major. <laughs> and you have a, a reasonable following, a decent sized following. You've been doing this for a while, etc. You've got a couple of different options. Option number one is to slowly begin introducing that other type of content and just see how your audience responds. You don't have to make a a big announcement about it. You don't have to tell people, hey, I'm changing niches. But if you're going to do that, you still have to maintain the content that you were posting previously, and you're going to just begin to filter in some of your new content. And if you can find a way for it to somehow relate, that's even better, especially in the beginning. Like, again, let's use that same analogy. You've been teaching people how to do water painting, And what you really want to do now is tech reviews. Well, maybe you could find a crossover. You could review a camera that you use to take photographs of the art that you paint. And you do a review of that camera and you kind of incorporate yourself taking pictures of the art that you've painted. And, you know, so there's a little bit of a crossover there and you just test the water, see how people respond. Maybe people really like it. And then as you continue to leak in and bleed in more of that type of content, then slowly over time, which could be a couple of months, maybe even a year, over time, you can be producing more and more of that tech content. And you'll have a gradual loss of followers for sure. For sure, you're going to have a gradual loss of followers. But you might also find people who, if you had said to them, hey, guys, we're changing directions or I've started this whole new channel and I'm going to be doing tech reviews. And maybe those people that were following you for the art that you were doing would be like, yeah, I'm not even interested. But because you carefully created content that had a crossover, wow, that was a lot of C's, carefully created content with a crossover, you probably will be able to maintain more of your more loyal followers and subscribers. Opening their eyes to something that they didn't even realize they needed and they just like it because they were already a fan of you and now you're covering this new type of content. And so they're like, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm sticking around. Another option for you is to just create a separate channel or a separate profile page. Now, the only way you're going to be able to do that and still be successful is now you would have to maintain both. So you would have to maintain your YouTube channel where you're teaching people how to paint watercolor paintings And you'd also be like, hey, guys, don't forget to check out my other channel where I'm doing tech reviews, right? And so that's another option for you. Very work intensive because now you're maintaining two separate channels. And does one cannibalize the other in terms of your time and energy? Possibly. I really only suggest that option if you have help, if you've got a team or even just like a virtual assistant who could help you to maintain this. Otherwise, man... It's like bringing home twins from the hospital. 
That's a whole different ball game. You know, you bring home twins from the hospital and you're a single parent, good luck. You bring home twins from the hospital and, and grandma and grandpa are coming over to help and you're married and you have a partner, well, it's a little bit more doable. So when I've shared this strategy with some of my students in the past, one of the things they often will ask is like, okay, so do I announce this? Do If I'm just going to slowly start to drip in this other type of content, do I announce it? Do I tell people this is the direction I'm going to go in? And I think it depends. For me personally, I would say no. But again, it depends, right? There's always an exception. Here's my own personal example. With the type of content that I produce, I'm not worried about niching. I'm over Sheehan's wall. I've already been known for something. I already have, you know, several brands and businesses that are self-sufficient for all intents and purposes, I'm retired. You know, we've got money that comes in from our investments and I do this because I freaking love it. I can't help but do this because I want to teach you the things that I know they don't teach in business school. So, you know, I don't need to do this for money. And I I love waking up every day and just figuring out what I'm super passionate about. And because I've reached this stage, I have the ability to kind of talk about a whole bunch of different things on my social media platform. With that being said, I still try to stick to whatever it is I'm passionate about in this particular season. So even though the through line is I'm talking to entrepreneurs and I'm teaching them how to do what I do, I'm teaching those who are easily distracted, those who have ADHD, how to manage that and think of it as a superpower and to really apply it and become incredibly successful entrepreneurs. But because I have this awareness already and and a sizable platform, I also have permission to talk about things that are off niche or off subject. And I usually will pick one thing that's happening in my life. And that's what I talk about. When my father-in-law, who has Alzheimer's, moved in with us, I would say I started dripping in content about Alzheimer's because I was incredibly, and I still am, very passionate about that. And so I would mix up the two. And people were crazy about that content. They loved it. It would have been really easy for me in that moment to completely switch over, ultimately, my platforms to just be addressing Alzheimer's. I really could have. But my true passion for entrepreneurship supersedes my interest in Alzheimer's, if I'm being honest. So I'm always going to talk about ADHD and entrepreneurship And then the thing that I trickle in is always going to be what I'm personally going through. So like at the moment, I am talking about all of the unknown risks and crime and fraud and medical battery, sexual battery that happens in, sorry to say, too many plastic surgeons operating rooms in the United States and in other countries too. It's something that I uncovered personally having undergone my own plastic surgery nightmare and then having all these victims reach out to me. And so for me, again, I mean, not to use myself as an example, but I think it's important for me to be like really transparent in this and say that if this had happened at a different stage in my career, I couldn't have afforded to make a sharp right turn and start talking about this because, you know, I do lose followers. That's a fact because, you know, no one of my 700 plus thousand followers ever followed me. Oh boy, I hope she talks about, you know, all the deception in plastic surgery. No, not at all. So the people who are staying and are present and are there for are the people who were, they're already fans. They're already have been following me for many, many years. And so they're just on this journey with me. I guess what I'm trying to say is 
it's you're in a little different position once you have reached that threshold where you have businesses that can run on their own, where you don't have to rely on your social media driving your business. So I'm fortunate in that situation. And I just, I want to be honest about this because I know you look at what other people are doing and it can be really confusing because you're like, but wait, how come so-and-so is doing this? How come, Shalene, you're telling us to do this, but yet you've got a different approach. And so I always want to be really transparent about that. Having said that, let's just assume this were to happen to you or to somebody who was just getting started. Maybe they had a moderate size following. And what they talked about was health and wellness and helping women lose weight. And then suddenly you had a tragic accident and you had a son who had a closed head injury. And now this was your life. This is your entire focus. It was what you're incredibly passionate about and you're learning so much about it. And you're just like, this is it. That's the only thing you can think about. It's the only thing you want to talk about. And you're just, you could care less really about health and weight loss the way you once did. Like, yes, you're still interested in health, but like it just has really taken a backseat to this thing that has taken over your life. And that particular situation, I would tell you, follow your heart, right? Like, again, you might have to do this slowly, but go for it, man. Like the thing you're the most driven and passionate about is the thing that's going to be easiest for you to focus on and really create your niche. But if you're going to do that, pick something and stick with it. Because if you're super passionate about a new thing every six months, it's just really going to be hard for you to get traction. So before you switch your niche, before you start rebranding yourself, before you start posting completely different subject matter, ask yourself, is this something that I'm going to be interested in a couple years from now? Like if you don't think that you can maintain it for at least a year, your level of interest and passion for it, I wouldn't suggest you change your niche. Commit to it. Even if you don't announce it to your audience, mentally commit to it. And then maybe even map out a strategy where to begin with, seven days a week you're posting and just one of those days each week, you're going to interject some of this newer content to your audience and see how they respond to it. And then things go okay. It's not going to be phenomenal, but let's just say it goes okay. It's not horrible. Well, then the next week you're interjecting a little bit more. And remember, when you do this, that's your opportunity to start attracting people who do want this new type of content. So you've got to think about your hashtags. You've got to think about your bio. You've got to think about how to start interacting with the accounts that are already posting this type of content. And that's something that we teach inside Insta Clubhub. So if you're not already an Insta Clubhub member, just let me just for a moment, if you already are, then thank you for tuning in. But if you're not an Insta Clubhub member, can I just say it is by far the absolute best investment that you can make today if you want to learn how to grow your business using Instagram. That's all we focus on is Instagram. We don't talk about podcasting or TikTok or Facebook. It is 100% devoted to Instagram growth and it is the best value on the internet. Join it and if you don't love it, cancel. You can try it for $7. You can binge all the content. You've got two weeks to binge all of the content for $7. (laughs) And I think you're going to be blown away. I mean, look at the live trainings. We've got Q&As. We've got hundreds and hundreds of topics. And we literally update the membership every single day. 
because Instagram always has changes. So that was just a quick mention of the Insta Club Hub. My son, Brock, I'm sure you guys know this from listening to the Build Your Tribe episodes that he does. He spends no less than about four hours a day just studying Instagram. And we're really proud to have been chosen by the Instagram creator team. And they're sharing their reports with us. It's just great to have that kind of intel directly from Instagram. It's nice to have that connection. Please don't reach out to me if you lose your account. There's not much we can do in that regard. Happens every single day. And it's one of the trainings that we need to probably do here on Build Your Tribe soon. Because if you're building your social media platforms and you don't have them locked down, I mean, hack proof, I always say it's like leaving all of your cash on the front seat of your car and leaving your car unlocked. Like it's just so sad when people reach out to me and they're like, I just lost 10,000 followers. Help. What do I do? Who can I call? I'm like, no one. That's the sad thing. Like no one. And Instagram and Facebook and, you know, all of these social media platforms, there's so much hacking going on. There's just nothing they can do about it. So you're really at the mercy of unfortunately, a very overwhelmed system. Anyways, I digress, but that will be a subject you'll be hearing from us soon. And it is something that we cover in Insta Club Hub. So without further ado, let me just direct you while the show is listening to the link at the top of the show notes. If you don't know where the show notes are, you just swipe up on the show art and right below it, there's a little description of the podcast and those are hot links. You can actually click on those links. The podcast will keep playing. And so like while you're still hearing my voice, you don't even have to go over to a separate browser. You just click on the link and it'll open for you and you can enter your information and you can try Insta Club Hub yourself. If you're waiting for the Marketing Impact Academy to reopen, we are planning on doing an open, just a, a really small, quiet opening, I think, in January? Is it late January, early February? Brett said we're going to do that just like, just for like people who listen to the podcast, etc. But we don't formally enroll a whole new class of people until the spring. But if you absolutely can't wait, be sure to get on our our wait list. Go to marketingimpactacademy.com. Again, that link is in our show notes, as always. Hey, hope you have a wonderful holiday. I hope you get to spend some downtime and just turn off your phone and Forget about work, forget about business, and enjoy the people who matter the most. I can't tell you how grateful Brock and I both are for the fact that you share this podcast with people, that you take screenshots of it, and you post it up to your Instagram, and you tag us, that you send episodes to your friends who are also trying to grow their businesses. It means a lot. It's a big deal. And we really do appreciate you. It's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then ultimately be done. And we're done. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and following along. Build Your Tribe is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. Build Your Tribe is released every Tuesday and Thursday. From Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shalene's other podcast, The Shalene Show. It's about living your best life, improving all areas like mindset, habits, relationships, nutrition, ADHD, fitness, self-care, sleep, and so much more. 
Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes. Mm-hmm.